Hi, this is Steve Springer. You're listening to Worshiping God God's Way. This is episode 36, and we're going to be looking at Romans 14. But before I do that, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to this podcast. We have people listening in every day from many different countries. And I would like to offer to you the book, Worshiping God God's Way. If you'd like a copy of this at no charge, just email me at worshipinggodgodsway at gmail.com and I'll send you a copy. Uh, We're not keeping a mailing address for not building worship products. We're just putting out this information for people like you who would like to read a little bit more and maybe learn a little more about what worship really is. But in this chapter 14 of Romans, we take a look and an overall view of of what Paul is saying and what his ideas and goals are. And he's talking to the Jewish community and the Gentile community who live in Rome. There were many churches in Rome. It was a large society and it was complicated. It wasn't like Corinthians where there was one church and many synagogues. Rome was much larger than that. So the way Paul begins to tackle some of these problems We read in Romans 14 where he talks about people who accept one another, why they should accept one another. He tells them to stop fighting about things about faith. You know, he says, stop treating each other with contempt. He doesn't like spiritual bullying. You don't have to have a certain amount of faith to be pleasing. You just have to know God and walk it through life. You don't have to judge someone else because they have something you don't or something you wish you would have. And I could see why he would get frustrated having to deal with this over and over again. But he says, you know, we live and we die for the Lord. Whether we understand each other or not, we have to accept each other. And we all belong to the Lord. And that's the reason for his letter. He says that Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both those who were dead and in the grave waiting for his return and those who were living on the earth. Now, it turns out that Jesus didn't come like Paul was thinking. It just didn't happen in a few months. But he said, why do you judge your brother and your sister? That's really what Paul is hung up on. He's struggling because he doesn't like that contempt, the fighting between factions, brothers or sisters. Right in the middle of this letter, he says something that is the turning point. It's the thing that glues them all together. He quotes in Romans 14, 11, he quotes Isaiah 45, 23. As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge or praise and confess that he is God. And each one of them will give an account to the Lord about the things that they did. Paul is saying, first of all, that God is speaking. It's not just him. It's not his good advice. He's saying, the Lord said. And then everyone starts to listen because first of all, the Jewish community knew Isaiah 45, 23. Now the Gentiles probably had never heard it before. The Romans definitely had not heard it before. But when the Jewish community hears this, they realize that Paul is telling them something very important. They were going to have to stand before God's judgment seat. Every believer, every Christian, every non-Christian, every God-fearing person, every God-hating person, 
they are going to have to stand before a judgment seat. Like the Lord said in this verse, truly, I'm saying this to you, it's the truth. Every knee is going to bow and your tongue, your mouth, your words are going to say that that is God. God does exist. And secondly, you're going to have to give an account of all the things that you did. This verse isn't written in chapter 14 as a threat. It's really a reminder. It's a reminder to the Jewish community because they knew the verse. It's not that the people were afraid to bow. They did that. The Gentiles and the Jews, if they knew Jesus, they bowed before Jesus. They bowed before their God. That was a common thing for them. Was it punishment? No, that's not punishment. That's part of being who you are. That's a good place. It wasn't like pulling teeth to get them to praise or to confess. They liked confessing. They liked praising. They liked praying. That was a good thing to them. But if they had to stand before a judge, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a benefit if you're not the criminal. If you're the good person and you're on the right side of the law, standing before the judge is a good thing. But if you're a criminal and you stand before the judgment, that's a bad thing. And that's what Paul was saying to them in Romans 14. He says, stop passing judgment. Make up your mind and stop doing things that cause people to stumble. In the middle of Romans 14, what Paul says is a real mind-boggling statement. He draws attention to the history that he knows. He takes their mind off all of the rules and he puts them in a place where they have to acknowledge that God is coming and they will bow and they will confess and they will give an account. At that moment, all of those people who are reading these letters, they must have stopped for a few moments and they must have contemplated whether they believed what Paul was saying or not. When it comes to worshiping God, Paul was always coming back to that. Like I had said before, Paul would tell people about Jesus the Messiah and he would finish it with, you need to worship him. He sounded like the angels that would come to men and say, don't bow down to me, bow down before him. That was Paul's goal. I'm sure Paul meant every word that he said about faith and about judging. But when it came to this moment of talking about bowing down and confessing and praising, that's where Paul lived. For us to come to a relationship with the Lord, we have to get through theology. We have to build and have an understanding of what faith is, of what judgment is, how we're supposed to treat one another. That's part of our walk. Romans 14, 11 is not just about rules. It's not just about faith. It's not just about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Even if we believe that we're going to heaven to, to a big jolly jump in the sky, that's something God will have to work out with you or me. There's something more in Romans 14 than just those things. The main point is we will bow our knee before him. We will worship him. Whether we believe it today or we believe it tomorrow or we don't believe it at all. And for the very first time when we see him, 
all of us bow down before him. And I hope that is not the case. There's one thing for sure. After we bow down, we are going to have to give an account of ourselves. And there's a reality in that. So I'm saying to you in this podcast, I don't know what you believe. I don't know how much of this you understand. I don't know where your faith is, if it's high, if it's low, if it's in the middle. I don't know if you're bullying people spiritually. I don't know if you're like that. I hope you're not. But there's one thing. Christ died and he's coming back for the dead and for the living. And when the Lord comes back and the dead rise and the living stand there, they will be worshiping God God's way. Oh,